You're listening to the Tells of Leadership podcast. This podcast is for leaders at any phase on their leadership journey to become a more purposeful and accountable leader, what I like to call a pal. Join me on our journey together towards transformational leadership. Welcome back to Tells of Leadership. I am your host, Josh McMillian, an active duty Army officer and the founder of McMillian Leadership Coaching. And I am on a mission to create a better leader, what I like to call a purposeful, accountable leader. And my vision is clear. I want to impact 1 million lives in the next 10 years by sharing transformational stories and skills. On today's episode, I'm going to be outlining seven ways purposeful, accountable leaders or pals lose at the fifth phase of leadership, which is shaping leaders. The fifth phase of leadership on your journey demands that you begin to invest heavily in others to shape future leaders. Once you've started to win consistently, you must shift your efforts and focus on forging leaders within your organization. By creating better leaders, you tap into the rule of compounding. The rule of compounding states, as one leader adds value to another, that value will multiply throughout their team. Creating more leaders will improve efficiency, give you more time to think critically, and allow you to continue progressing on your leadership bridge. If you fail to build better leaders within your organization, you will plateau on your journey and never achieve your full potential. So before we jump right in, let me provide you this quote by Ken Blanchard. The test of your leadership is not what happens when you are there but what happens when you are not there? All right, so the first way that you can lose at shaping leaders is transitional thinking. So how we think is the stepping stone to our actions. If a leader is trapped in transitional thinking, they are focused on the outcome, not the process. Once you reach the fifth phase of leadership, Leaders must operate from an aerial perspective. If you remain at the ground level making tactical decisions, who is making the strategic decisions and charting the course for the organization? It is possible to get results with transitional habits. However, you will never sustain success or achieve extraordinary results. A fact of leadership is the team will rise to the level the leader displays. A secondary side effect of transitional habits is the lack of traction. You may get temporary results, but cannot maintain momentum unless your team is committed. Why? Because you are working inside your organization, making tactical decisions without withholding critical information, avoiding constructive candor, and limiting your team's mission command. If you want to create lasting change and begin to move mountains, amplify your ability to inspire. Leaders can only do this if they break away from transitional thinking habits that erode trust and lose respect from their team. You will never achieve your full potential until you can help others achieve their full potential first. And here is a quote that I love from Albert Einstein that really sums this up beautifully. Strive not to be a success, but rather to be of value. So here are 10 transitional habits to avoid and then a quick description. So the first one that I wrote down was top-down mentality. You should be focused on bottom-up refinement within your team and organization. The second one was separating yourself. You must remain approachable 
at all times. Remember, relationships are critical. Number three, false image. Do not be afraid to admit you're wrong. Trust me, I've been wrong more times in my journey than I have been right. No weakness. Number four, be authentic and share vulnerably. Number five, entitlement. You work for your team, not the other way around. Number six, control. Share power and allow results to speak for themselves. Number seven, fear. People follow people, not titles. Authority is temporary. Number eight, buy the book. Be bold and challenge the status quo. Number nine, outcome driven. Focus on the process and results will come. And then number 10, hidden agenda. Lead with windows and share information. In other words, be transparent. So the second way to lose at shaping leaders is driven by weaknesses. Transitional leaders are driven by their weaknesses and avoid their strengths. You need to focus on strengths to build future leaders in your organization. To build up junior leaders, you must confidently understand who you are. If you are focused on developing your weaknesses, that mindset is adopted in your organization. And there is a concept called the Pareto Principle that comes into play here by helping you bound your strengths and sharpen them. The Pareto Principle allows leaders to focus on their top 20% strengths which achieves 80% of any future results. The fastest way to build momentum is by mastering your strengths and fostering the development of your team's strengths. By focusing on your weaknesses, you are training future leaders to emulate that behavior when they reach your leadership level. The organization will lose traction and never develop confident leaders at the scale required to create extraordinary results by expanding your weaknesses. Master your strengths and help others master theirs. The next way to lose at shaping leaders is lacking leadership intelligence. Transitional leaders lack leadership intelligence. As you progress on your leadership bridge, you must understand that there are three levels of leadership intelligence. As our responsibilities increase, our success is less about the work we individually perform and more about how the team performs. The first level of leadership intelligence is tactical intelligence. Tactical intelligence means your success is dependent on your job, not others. The second is operational intelligence, which is when the leader is actively developing plans and helping the team perform the mission. When you are at this level, you are still in the trenches doing the work but you are not the main contributor for that work. It's your team. And the third phase is strategic intelligence. Strategic intelligence is when leaders begin to separate themselves from daily decisions and focus on long-term visions. Leaders aspiring to be at the fifth phase of leadership need to empower their organization and operate with an operational intelligence sprinkled with strategic intelligence. However, you must understand when to get into the trenches and help your team solve problems. Regardless of your level, there will be a problem that arises only you can solve. And here's a quote that I've kind of helped drive this message home is leaders are sledgehammers. They knock down walls that their team cannot overcome. So the next way to lose at shaping leaders is short-sighted. 
Transitional leaders are focused on problems in the present and never look forward beyond the next terrain feature. By thinking with a short-term view, you are reacting and not being proactive. Part of shaping leaders is creating time to spend with your team. Short-sighted thinking does the opposite and will result in a loss of time, halting any gain momentum. If you remain attentive to the present, small fires will continue to erupt and eventually encircle you. You're no longer offensive. You are in survival mode. Purposeful, accountable leaders cast a vision into the future, identify areas of concern, and confront them before they can cause any significant issues to the present. By casting a vision into the future, you are developing the path for your organization to remain offensive. Leaders take their team on a journey. You cannot do that if you're consistently putting out fires in the present. The next way to lose is shaping leaders is time management. Transitional leaders allow outside forces to manage their time. Time is a leader's most precious resource. With it, you can think critically and begin to solve complex problems. However, transitional leaders do not take the time to develop others. As mentioned in the previous example, you need time to shape your team members into tomorrow's leaders. It's easy to get trapped as a leader in your email, looking at your calendar, or distractions within your organizations of those spontaneous meetings that just happened. Remember, the most critical job of a leader is spending quality time with their team. Notice I said quality time because that is your most valuable resource. If you choose to invest in your future leaders, do it with purpose or don't do it at all. A leader's job is to create an environment that fosters a mentor coaching culture. Unless you make it a priority, no one else in your organization will. Remember that whatever you do, your team will emulate the rule of mirrors. If you want to build a winning team, replicating leaders, find the time to coach and mentor. All right, team, let's take a quick break from this episode. And I want to share a message from McMillian Leadership Coaching, a company that I founded. So what do I do? I help leaders discover their purpose, create long-term growth plans, and take inspired action. I believe everything rises and falls on leadership. Regardless of where you are in life, one fact is true. You are a leader of others, your family, and most importantly, yourself. To lead others well starts with you. Stop surviving and start thriving in life. Here's three easy steps to get started. Go to mcmillianleadershipcoaching.com and schedule a call today. It's free. You have nothing to lose. Number two, start the 100-day leadership challenge. And then number three, simply grow your leadership. We all have greatness inside, but it's up to us to forge those abilities. Become the leader your team needs. Back to the podcast. The next way to lose at shaping leaders is self-sabotage. So transitional leaders allow self-defeating habits to erode their confidence and cause them to lead in a mental fog. We all have insecurities that, if we let them, can ruin our ability to be decisive and cause irreparable damage within the organization. Insecurities are part of the human condition. However, leaders must overcome them. 
as a leader, self-sabotaging behavior can cause more harm to an organization and permanently affect your reputation and the position's reputation that you hold. Remember, at its core, leadership inspires others to take bold action towards complex problems to achieve extraordinary results. So here are eight self-sabotaging behaviors that I wrote down. So first is fear. Inaction will cripple momentum. Next is guilt. Allow the past to guide you, not control your future. Number three, anger. Decisions made from anger will cause future issues. Procrastination number four. You cannot get ahead if you delay your responsibilities. Number five, ego. A leader is not the reason an organization is successful. Let your ego go. Number six, jealousy. Allow others to win and always be willing to shine a light. Number seven, controlling power. Empower your team. Don't control it. And then finally, lacking trust. Smash walls and allow others to inspire you. That is critical of establishing trust within an organization because that builds strong relationships. If you are unsure of your ability and begin to second guess your decisions, you will never inspire others to take bold action. There is never a perfect decision or time, but inaction will lead to catastrophic consequences. Regardless, if you're entering into battle or creating a business strategy, having a plan that is 70%, which is my 70% rule, is better than no plan if executed with passion. Leaders who suffer from self-sabotaging behaviors lack the enthusiasm and confidence to implement their strategy and create buy-in from their team. So here's a quote that I had from General Patton, and this is something that I always resonate with when it comes to self-sabotaging behavior, especially procrastination or analysis paralysis. And a good plan finally executed now is better than a perfect plan executed at some infinite time in the future, General Patton. So the final way to lose at shaping leaders is not being consistent. Consistency is a practice that transitional leaders lack. Leaders that are consistent understand how vitally important it is to shaping other leaders. I have a saying, routine action leads to extraordinary results. I have served in organizations that succeeded with consistency while pursuing excellence, and I have been part of organizations that lack it. Consistency is a snowball. With it, you make micro improvements to the organization towards a shared vision. Without it, you lose momentum and halt forward progress. To be a purposeful, accountable leader, you must routinely live the values you want to be replicated in your organization. To do that, you must remain routine with daily habits and establish an environment that creates an unfair advantage for those positive routines while penalizing harmful practices. Inconsistent leaders erode the organization's trust and will never develop transformational leaders. All right, team, it's time for our after action review. Let's do a quick summary of the seven ways that you can lose at the fifth phase of leadership, which is shaping leaders. So the first is transitional thinking. And make sure you go back where I provided 10 transitional habits. Number two 
is driven by weaknesses. Number three, lacking leadership intelligence. Number four, short-sightedness. Number five, time management. Number six, self-sabotage. And again, make sure you go back and listen to the eight examples that I provided you. And number seven, not being consistent. So here are my final thoughts. The fifth phase of leadership is a difficult milestone because it takes routine action. However, if you aspire to be a purposeful, accountable leader, a leader that your team needs, you must remain committed, coachable, and curious, continuously seeking ways to improve yourself and others. Be willing to call out transitional thinking in your organization to begin to shape leaders for tomorrow. When you see transitional habits, take bold action to pull the weeds before they spread. Secondly, take control of your time. There are hundreds of excuses every day that I could use to avoid remaining consistent. However, I choose to stay routine, accountable, and disciplined. Remember, rad, and I've used it several times throughout this podcast, because I know my time invested in others will create extraordinary results. Finally, do not allow self-sabotaging behavior to erode your confidence. There are countless negative behaviors a leader can possess. You must be confident and clearly understand who you are to overcome them. If you have made it this far on your leadership journey to the fifth phase of leadership, you have a burning passion and you're working towards your purpose every day while mastering your strengths. Do not allow weakness to consume you. Purposeful, accountable leaders leverage their team's collective strengths to cover the dead space. So here are three questions that you should spend some time reflecting on. What transitional habits are holding you back? How does your direct involvement contribute to the team's success? And finally, what ways do you manage your time? Hey team, do me a favor. If you've liked the podcast, if you like the content that I provide to you guys, make sure that you rate, share and subscribe for this podcast. But the most important thing that you can do is share this podcast with someone who is just starting out on their leadership journey. You can also go to mcmillionleadershipcoaching.com and there will be an accompanying blog post with this. So don't worry if you're driving, you don't need to take notes. I've already done it for you. You can go to McMillian Leadership Coaching in the top right corner, just click blog and you can find Shaping Leaders, Seven Ways Leaders Lose. As always, I am your host, Josh McMillian, saying every day is a gift. Don't waste yours. I'll see you next time.